What is success? What does it mean for us to be fruitful? This question or these questions, they drive us. They drive us in our personal relationships. They drive us professionally to be successful, to get ahead, to do well. They drive us as students. We desire and we strive to do good things and to be rewarded for our accomplishments. And in and of themselves, these are and can be very good things. I thank God pretty much every day that for my father, success was being able to afford to put his six children through Catholic school and to pay for our college. I'm grateful that he was able to do that. And that was what success looked like for him. For other people, success takes on the form of a particular solving a problem or a particular issue in their personal life or world, whatever it is. It drives and motivates us. But it can also lead to our doom. Because when we start to wrap our identity up in earthly success, in earthly power, pleasure, honor, and wealth, we are easily and oftentimes completely corrupted. And there is no greater sign of this corruption than war. There is an insanity to war, to think that somehow you can accomplish a greater good by oppressing and subjugating another people, by killing other people. But this insanity has fueled our human existence from the beginning of time. And right now it is full in our face in the war in Ukraine. And Pope Francis has been very clear that we should never strive to go into war, that we should always work for peace. And so, too, we as Christians must oppose this war. We must pray for peace, and we must also work for that peace. But evil also strikes us personally. Because when we look at evil in the world, it's easy to see the evil in another, but not in my own heart. As Jesus says in the gospel today, who are you to take the splinter out of your brother's eye when there is a wooden beam in your own? The reality of our lives is that, yes, most of us, I would hope all of us, never enter into unjust warfare. We are, in some way, shape, or form, hypocrites struggling against our own struggles and inner demons and looking at the world and hurting other people. Maybe not to that scale, but we do it nonetheless. And so this true evil in the world forces and should force us to really go inward and to say, where am I a hypocrite? Just yesterday, I was talking with one of our students, and he asked me, Father, what's the most difficult part about being a priest? And I said, every day when I preach the gospel at Mass, I face my own hypocrisies, my own brokenness. Every time I hear confessions, I am reminded of my own brokenness, my own sins. But the glory of the gospel as St. Paul reminds us in that second reading, is that death is swallowed up in victory. As broken as we can be, as frustrating as our lives can be, as ineffective as we can feel we are in our lives, Jesus Christ has overcome sin and death. And he provides to each and every one of us 
a path of salvation, of sanctification, of peace and joy. On Wednesday, we begin our Lenten journey with Ash Wednesday, a day of fasting and abstinence. And we are challenged, especially by our Holy Father, Pope Francis, to make Wednesday a day of fasting and abstinence for peace in Ukraine. He said in his general audience on Wednesday, Pope Francis, that the weapon, the strongest, the most brave weapon that we have is prayer and fasting. When we look and we look and see, let's be fruitful, let's be effective, we have to look to the cross. Because Jesus from the cross shakes to the very core the notion that our success, that our fruitfulness is measurable in earthly terms. Because his death was an abject failure in the eyes of the world. A man put to death on a hill in an obscure part of the Roman Empire, alone, all of his followers but one and his mother scattered to the far regions of the area. But there has been nothing more powerful and fruitful than the cross, than Jesus' victory. And so too for us in Lent, we not only look to get back to first principles, to make sure that we are taking on our hypocrisies, that we are living a life of prayer, going weekly to Mass, serving and offering from our gifts and largesse to the poor what they need. But we are also called to look into our own lives and to root our identity and the power and the success and the fruitfulness that we seek in the lowliness of Jesus Christ on the cross. Because it is only from the power that comes from giving our life away that true, eternal, infinite power is experienced in our own heart and shared with the world. St. Paul tells us, be, stead, be firm, steadfast, always devoted to the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. It can seem that my life of holiness, that the little gifts that I'm able to offer the people in my circle of influence, the poor in my neighborhood or in my area or in the little rice bowl that we have out in the gathering space, it may seem that that is in vain, that that doesn't make a difference. But that is real power. That is real fruitfulness. That is the peace that Jesus offers to each of us. And when we as a church band together, each of us in our own way, during especially this coming days of Lent, to strive after holiness, to be fruitful and successful, not in terms of the world, but in our fidelity to the life of joy and grace and peace and Christ in the church. Imagine how beautiful this world can be and will be. Make time this Lent for prayer and fasting and almsgiving. Make time this Lent to share the love and the peace and the joy you have with others. <clears throat> Again, it may not seem that fruitful and that powerful, but it is, because it's the example of Jesus, it's the example this world needs, and it is the peace that God himself offers to the world through each one of us, knowing love and sharing love with the people right in front of us.